0: you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Today I have a fun, fun, fun topic. Manifestation. I know this is something that is always fun and exciting to talk about. Many of us really entered our spiritual journey with this idea of manifestation. I know my hand is raised here. Back in 2008 when I was 26 yes I'm giving my age away mainly because I'm proud of my age and all that I've accomplished I feel like but anyways I came upon the book The Secret. Many of you guys have heard about The Secret. It was many of our entry points into hearing about manifestation and I remember flying from San Diego where I was living at the time to Philly. I was going to a friend's wedding and I was reading this book and it was talking about acts believe, receive, make it so simple, so easy. And I was like, all right, so, you know, I'm thinking about my childhood friend. And it was random because she was living in Chicago at the time, and I was flying to Philly. This is before Instagram. And yes, there was Facebook, but not everybody posted their whereabouts. So I thought about this person. I was in Philly. I was out with my friends at a bar and out of the blue she gives me a call and she's like hey guess what I'm visiting my boyfriend in Philly just thought maybe um if you were around I would hook up with you and get to see you and granted I was like there's no way that she could have known I was in Philly and it was random because I saw her I thought about her on the plane and then I saw her and I was like sold I was like oh my gosh this is so real and then progressing further from that A lot of things did not happen. I think I tried to manifest the lottery. $221 million. I thought that would be it. If I had money, I could make it happen. Yeah, it did not happen. And that is because I knew Dilly squat about true manifestation. This was like literally the tip of the tip of the tip of the teeny tiny iceberg of what manifestation is really all about. And when I started learning more about manifestation, and we have to have an entry point, of course, right? And it is our entry point where we start and we grow and evolve. And that's this is a good description and an idea of, We learn something and then we learn the nuances of it as we further our spiritual journey. We can't learn everything from day one. We would be bombarded. We would be overwhelmed. It wouldn't make sense. It would go over our head. So we learn by bits, by bits, by bits, based on what our consciousness is at at that moment. I think that as we go through different phases in our journey, we're stripping away certain wisdom that no longer is serving us and embodying a higher amount of wisdom and an understanding that's going to serve us. And then as we keep up-leveling phase by phase by phase, new things are shed and new things are learned. So it's an ever-growing conscious process. And we're not going to know the answers to every single mystery. And I think being able to be comfortable in that truth of just surrendering and trusting a divine power, that is part of the journey. And so for me, I realized through my journey, I experienced manifestation in bits and pieces. And there was a point where I was like, this is a bunch of baloney. Like there was like, you're not wanting enough, or you're not letting go enough, or you don't have enough clarity on what it is that you want. It was just so bombarding and so overwhelming. I just kind of gave up with it. I'm like, this manifestation stuff of wanting things doesn't work. It's superficial. I could sense that like, why is it that we're constantly wanting things for us? And it was materialistic things. I want a big house. I want money. I want this amazing relationship, all great, fantastic things. But why is this the prime focus of our intention? And we don't feel happy until we receive it. And we're like living in this place of lack and wanting and codependency and anticipation. And it just felt like a very icky place to live. It didn't feel like calm and easeful and joyful and flowing and aligned. And so there was a point where I realized we're approaching this manifestation thing kind of wrong. And this really showed up for me the last two years if I'll be honest, because of a desire that I really, really deeply wanted. I could say that this is probably one thing that I wanted the most in my life. Like as some people like have like a relationship or, you know, they want a certain job or they want to have children. For me, my biggest desire that I really wanted is that I really envisioned myself having a daughter. And some people be like, yeah, I really want a daughter. But I had this like interdependent need for this and so I can say this as a as someone who's healed this and worked through this and understood where this deficiency and codependency really came from and so when I found out I was pregnant with my second and it was a boy I really went through this phase of questioning everything that I learned through that process of healing, of just like coming to terms with accepting that this dream or this vision that I had for my life is not what it is, not what I'm getting. How do I come into this understanding and this okayness and this acceptance of it? So most of my pregnancy really was that. And then the moment that Rihan was born, boom, it was like, you know, there was a the shift that happened. But a lot of, Inner work was being done when I was pregnant, and even a little bit afterwards, too, just of like trying to heal it. And what I recognized is that, first off, we as individuals have become chronic happiness seekers, right? We're constantly looking for the next thing that's going to bring us fulfillment, joy, happiness, and make us feel complete. And what we function from is the belief that when I have what I want, when I want it, Then I'm happy. So when my desire matches what's showing up in this moment, then I'm happy. Or if what I don't want is happening, Or if what I want is not here right now, then we are unhappy. And so we're in this chronic state of anticipation, worry, constantly thinking like, is this going to happen? Future tripping, trying to make it happen. Why isn't this happening? It's a cycle of thoughts that we get stuck in and it's disservice to us is that it takes us away from our power, this manifestation power, but we largely forget That the journey that we're here to do is learning how to shift our relationship with time. So our constant wanting, this incessant need for instant gratification, this lack of self-worth if we don't have what we want, this lack of unhappiness is the root of why the things that we desire aren't coming into physical realm. And so first off, the desires that we have, like if you have a desire, to write a book. If you have a desire to be climb Mount Kilimanjaro, if you have a desire to be a race car driver. I don't know. The things that resonate with you are signs that they're meant for you, just not at this moment. It's kind of like a a premonition of what it is that is meant for your highest good. If it lights you up, it's meant for you. It's just that you have to do the work to get there. And what Incarnating into a physical body in this physical realm, why we're here is that we have been blessed with the gift of time. From the time of the desire or this implanting of the seed to the de- to the moment that it actually births into physical realm, we have a journey, a healing journey, and in that time period, we are evolving into our highest self to be able to hold the magnitude of what it is that we desire. Because if we get what we want from a deficient, a codependent, an attached, an expectation state of mind, we are going to sabotage it. We're either going to lose it, we're either not going to value it the way that it should be, or there's going to be a future catastrophic experience. Because all things change, evolve, grow, move, there's loss. And so, for example, like for me, I really wanted a daughter, but I had to get super, super clear what is the deficiency and lack within me of me believing that thing is going to bring me happiness. Why is this future thing dependent on me feeling happy? Why can't I feel happy, content, fulfilled now? Why don't I feel okay now? It really takes this entering into understanding self worth. What is it I'm attaching to that belief? And for me, it was because I never had a really close mother daughter relationship, because I never had a sister, because I never had a female figure. Of course, I've had friends, but I've never had that female figure that I had unconditional that relationship with like that relationship from my childhood to adulthood I didn't have that when I see sisters when I see moms and daughters they have this deep bond or friends girlfriends from a young age who've been friends and have been with each other for so many years and I've been blessed I do have friends from college and they are like my sisters women that I met on Instagram that are like my sisters however there was some need that I felt like did not was being met. And when I was focused on that, I couldn't see all this beauty around me of the women on Instagram that I've been so honored to become sisters with. The women that I met in college, maybe a little bit later in my life, that I have such soulful connections with. I was disconnected from the fact that There was a healing journey that my mom and I needed to go on. And even though our relationship didn't look like what I thought it should look like, I can find peace in that. And so that awareness of what it is that I was attaching to needing that relationship was what I needed to heal and what I needed the time to work on. And what I realized is that the reason why this couldn't show up for me is because it would have been unfair to any soul or daughter that I could have potentially had because I would have been putting way too much pressure on this little soul who did not come here to fulfill my emotional needs of my lack of unconditional love that I received. I needed to heal that. I cannot push that on to any other person and what would have essentially happened was I would have put too much pressure on that soul or I would have pushed that soul away or I potentially may not have had that relationship that I envisioned and then it would have been a cycle all over again. I realized that Me going through what I did now was the greatest awakening and I am so glad I did not get what I want because it really evolved me into learning this lesson more fully and what I realized that with manifestation of not getting what you want is the greatest catalyst of growth and we have that showing up for each and every one of us in our own unique way. Just take an inventory of your life right now, of the things that you desire, the things that you're anticipating. And when you are in that anticipation mode of what it is, this future desire, recognize that you are choosing to believe that this moment is not complete. There's something lacking in this moment to give you true fulfillment. And you can't be fully present and in the experience of being grateful and blessed and being in that vibration and energy. Now we have to choose to be okay where we are at, and above all, recognize that we were chosen for this path. This life was chosen for us because it will help us evolve in the highest possible way. We talk about being the best version of ourselves. Well, we have to break open. We need change. We need loss. We need grief. We need unpleasantness. We need uncertainty to help catapult us to grow because we are human beings that are creatures of comfort. And even if something is not working anymore, we would rather stay comfortable and in the known than venture into the unknown. And the only constant that we have in life is this constants of change, this willingness to look at transformation is a change and not being scared of that change. And I know that sounds really scary, but even if you get what you want, that is a change. There's going to be a shift that's happening. And so we have to start getting comfortable, not just the change that we want on our terms. This is the ego, right? Because it wants to control. We have to be willing to let go and allow change to transform us. And so We have to be comfortable that I'm okay in this moment with all that I have. And even if I didn't get what I want, I would be okay. When you get into that realm, you are now at the frequency of attracting what it is that you desire. You're getting closer so that when you have what it is that you desire, you are not going to put too much emphasis and expectation and attachment to that thing. Or that person or that place. It's like believing the grass is always greener on the other side, but you can't, at some point in your spiritual journey, things are not gonna manifest the way that you want at your timeline. It's just not going to happen because it is the greatest lesson to help us heal the stories, the patterns, the conditioning, the beliefs that keep us stuck from knowing the power of who we are. It keeps us disconnected to our inner truth of our own fulfillment, our own happiness that's within us. And it's forcing us to look within. When I was on my journey of Why isn't what I desire happening? Is there something I'm not good enough to be a girl mom? There was those questions because we will have those bargaining questions. What's deficient with me? And I heard these two sentences that really kind of changed the way that I approached manifestation. And the first is, is that the universe is not invested in giving you what you want. It's invested in giving you experiences that will elevate your soul's highest growth. Take a moment to let that sink in. The universe is not going to always give you what you want because it's not for your highest good. To help you, stretch you, to know that when you don't get what you want, how can you still be okay, and feel fulfilled, and feel grateful, that is the lesson. And when we embody that, and when we really get that to be the lesson, we will start being in the frequency of holding the magnitude of what we desire because we are not manifesting from a place of lack. We're manifesting from, hey, that would be a really cool experience to have. It's not going to make me any happier than what I am right now, but that would be really cool to experience. So universe, if it's for my highest good, allow it to come into my reality. That is the the detachment Yet the intention that is put into manifestation and you can trust without worry, without impatience, that if it's for your highest good, when it's for your highest good, it will show up. And like I said, don't forget, if it is a desire that resonates with you, it's a little premonition that it is meant for you. It's just that you can't dictate the timeline. And the other big aha that I had on this journey is that Matt Kahn said that, Even if you had everything that you ever wanted, you wouldn't feel happier than you do right here, right now. This is a big mindset shift, guys, and I recognize in my life, right, like a lot of people, and me too, like I thought that I can't wait, I don't like Philly, so I can't wait to move to California, when I'm in California, I'll be happy, then I moved to California, and I had a whole new different set of struggles, and yes, of course, it was a lovely place to live, I still love Southern California, however, it didn't take away all my problems, because what's going from Philadelphia to Southern California is me, is my consciousness, is my thoughts, is my story is my journey me as an individual so if I don't heal what's inside it doesn't matter where you move what relationship you get into how much money you have the same neuroses the same thought patterns the same beliefs are going to find you so whether you're worrying about this thing one day you're gonna find something else to worry about so we have to heal it from internally that we can find happiness where we are and we're okay where we are at with what we have and the abundance that what we have in this moment. And I think when we start recognizing and, okay, how do I feel right now? What is my inventory? And even if I had what I want, that's how I'd feel. So we start setting forth the priority of healing ourselves and looking within to do the work, to build the self-worth, to, to build that connection to our intuition, our inner power, our inner truth, what is our in- authenticity, and that's where the work really happens. And when we become a living embodiment of that light, of that truth, of that happiness, then we see that we start casting and sh- and sharing that light just by being who we are. We're starting to give little permission slips to every person that we meet whether it's at the grocery store or if it's our best friend or someone on Instagram we're giving little permission slips to everyone you are okay to be happy and content where you are with what you have and that is a big lesson that we need to be giving each other because in a realm of when social media is like the next best thing is bigger and better, you need more more more. We're constantly searching and it's distracting us from going within to realize everything that we seek and desire, all the resources that we need, are available to us right now in this phase and as we up level the resources the connections the people the wisdom is all going to match what it is that we desire so when we look at it in the sense of abundance or financial abundance because this is a big one of course more money could potentially help us solve a lot of the stressors in our life. However, then it becomes the more money you have, then it's the stressor of managing that money and making sure people don't steal that money or taking advantage of you for that money. And so there's a whole new set of problems. How do we maintain that wealth? So it's just a constant recognition of that each phase, what your requirements will be, the universe will give you that abundance. So once you're moving forward from here is recognizing that feeling comfort or discomfort or in other words stress or ease is your sign and it's an alarm clock to see how disconnected from your heart-centered consciousness that you are. Are you stuck in your mind or in your heart? And in your heart frequency is where we are in the realm of infinite possibilities can Attract the vibration of what it is that we desire. And it's all about healing our relationship with happiness and being happiness seekers and learning how to live from a space that even if I don't have what I want, I will be okay. And trusting that even if you had everything that you desire, you wouldn't feel any different than you did right now. So manifesting from a place, I'm so happy and I'm so abundant. And this would be an amazing experience this would be so interesting and wouldn't it be so amazing if this manifested planting that seed out there creating a vision or a slide of what that looks like and then letting it go right no excess anticipation and excess wanting and desiring it's just this idea of like fully being committed to being present in the moment and having this practice of creating this alternate reality for yourself by shifting who you are. We change our life not by changing our desires or wanting it hard enough or really thinking ourselves through it. When we energetically change, then our perspectives on what it is that we have gone through, on what it is that we want, our perspectives on what something means in our life starts to shift. So we have to do the energetic work to change our energetic body in order to change the way that our mind thinks and the way our mind processes things or thinks about something from the past. And so the energetic work that we need to do is the yoga, is the breath work, is the meditation because this is what changes our frequency and when we change our frequency, we are perceiving life from a new lens. I like to think of it as that we come into the world with clear eyes and then by the time that we're eight to ten years old we have put on a pair of prescription glasses and we see the world through the lens of what we've embodied what our parents our society our teachers what we've experienced and we wear and experience life, and feel life, and create stories of life based on these glasses. And as we reinforce those stories, the lens and prescription, we keep adding more lenses and lenses and lenses. And then when we go to energetic work, like breathing and meditation, and moving and clearing our chakras, we are taking a lens off each time so that we can eventually go back to that clarity of Thinking, seeing, feeling, believing, and knowing the power of who we are, returning back to that, and then manifesting the the wildest things that we want and realizing that it's meant for us. It's just in this realm, this physical realm, it takes time to get there. And that's okay because the blessing that we are given is the spiritual journey to evolve, grow, and heal. I want to leave you with this empowering piece of advice that I hope you will embody into your soul as it becomes your new story, your new belief that will carry you through the new things that you will manifest to evolve into your highest self. What is for you shall not pass you. And as you navigate your life and you invite these beautiful experiences and situations and people into your life, I want you to embody the wisdom and the energy of Everything is working out, best case scenario. Even if life doesn't look the way that you want or it's not showing up with the things and the timeline that you want, trust that if it's for you, it will show up in your life at the divine timing that you are ready. And if it doesn't, it is helping you evolve and step into your greatest version of yourself. Not getting what you want can be a great gift as well. I hope this serves you well. I hope you manifest beautiful blessings, beautiful experiences, and memories, and joy. And I always want you to know that you deeply are worthy of what it is you desire. If you've been loving the Time and Talks podcast and you find value from it, I would be so eternally grateful if you take a moment of your time to leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. And when you do, I love to gift you my 7-Day Stress Detox course. All you gotta do is screenshot your review before you submit it. Email it to me at thejal at thejalvpatel.com and when you do, I'll inbox you the details of the course. This course has my go-to tools anytime I feel impatient, angry, and I come to them almost every single day and I promise these are the tools that you're going to want to have in your back pocket too. And if you haven't purchased the Meditation for Kids book, definitely do so now. You can purchase it anywhere you buy books, Amazon, Barnes and Noble's, Target, Indiebound, Bam, and you can go to meditationforkidsbook.com to get more information on the Meditation for Kids Masterclass course. If you're a complete beginner and learning how to teach meditation to your kids, this is the step-by-step roadmap that's going to teach you how to teach your kids meditation without having to become a certified meditation expert. Thank you so much guys. Bye.